Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, Andy, our last little uh, tidbit, little bonus nugget here on the pod. Lost in the sea of legal tampering, the opening, if you will, unofficially of Free Agency 2023 was a team, which team was it again, that proposed a series of rule changes that will be addressed when the owners' meetings kick off in a few weeks. I'm not sure where the owners' meetings are this year. I'm sure we'll hear from Belichick. We'll hear from Robert Kraft. They're always sandwiched between free agency and the draft. Um, Which team was it that proposed this interesting spate of rule changes, some of which I actually like? Well, there's a number of them. Um, Okay. There's, I'm looking at the document the NFL sent out last night. It looks like nine rules proposals, but then there's also some to the playoff proposals. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, rule number one by Philadelphia proposal right. is to permit the use of the number zero as a jersey number in the National Football League and to allow punters and kickers to use any number from zero to 49 and 90 to 99. I don't care as much about the second part as the first. Uh, I, I like the idea of having zero. Um, I said this to you. Uh, yes. off here. I mean, we've adjusted to the new age um, of the National Football League. And like, you know, we used to think of numbers in a certain way. Now we have all these single digits in recent years. And you watch college football. They have everything. It's chaos in college football. Sometimes you're like, wait a minute. There's a guy on offense and defense that wear the same number. How the hell does that work? And all these various things. Um but I joked, I'm pretty sure one of the last players to wear or ever wear zero in the NFL was Brian Cox. He didn't have a regular jersey yet uh, back in his early days with the Patriots. And in the preseason, he wore zero, just like Pat Patriot. Um, I think he ultimately wore 51 for the Patriots. He did, but I believe it was yeah. occupied. That's the one he wanted. So in the preseason, he wore zero. Um, I'm all for this. It's fun. We've, op- we've opened sure. up the floodgates of numbers. So I don't know why one is different than zero. Now, I guess the next topic would be like Robert Parrish proposes that teams are allowed to use double zero on their players so i don't know what if you open up a loophole if people push through it but i would like zero to be available just like the eagles would like zero but we also mentioned and we're tying this together on our own we do not actually know if there's any tie here at all but that's mm-hmm. what we do on podcasts um Devontae smith big celtics fan he's an eagles wide receiver celtics best player is jason tatum who wears mm-hmm. zero so it is Maybe a coincidence that the Eagles proposed that zero should be a legal NFL number. Coming off of an absolute <laughs> nut punch of a loss to the Houston Rockets on the road, a team they were 13-point favorites against. Not sure if it's exactly time to be putting 
Jason Tatum's number out there because he couldn't hit the side of a barn with a with an oar uh, last night as well. But okay, that's fine. I'm in for that as well. Um, I have that same list up here as well. Now, Andrew, let's see what else we got. Um, by the Chargers. Uh, make adjustment to the play clock following an instant replay reversal consistent with other timing rules. I'm fine with that. Sure. By, the De- by the Detroit Lions. Expand the coach's challenge system to include personal fouls called yes. on the field. Yes. Holy shit, yes. Whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa, whoa. What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm so, I got a podcast. Ah, F them. <laughs> uh, if any any family member, anyone who's got this on in the the 49 minute mark in the car with the kids on, A, they should know. B, we love A, we love you. B, we appreciate the loyalty and the dedication. But C, honestly, come on. I mean, this is what this is this is six rings after dark. This is six rings work in the blue room okay. at this okay. point now. So all right. Yeah, uh, all of these couldn't love that, that enough. Yes. Any rule that's expanding to some degree the the review system, because I know there's one about roughing the passer, which became a major, major question mark last year. Um, yep. That's, I'm all, uh, comes I know, from the Rams. Make fouls I, for roughing the passer called in the field subject to replay assist. Yes, this is all logical. The XFL well, the is the problem doing is, all this now. It makes perfect sense. It does and it doesn't. I hate the NBA where they review everything and they waste time. Like I was watching a game, I think it was Dallas last night. Um, and, uh, Jeff Van Gundy was like, can we just, can we just go to halftime? They reviewed something with like on the final play of the final, you know, time on the clock in the first half. And he's like, can we just go to the locker room? These stupid reviews slow down the game. And the NBA has gone that way. College basketball to some degree. So you need to be able to do it in an expedited way, but I also can't allow some of these horrific, remember the Chris Jones one where he could call for roughing the passer on the forced fumble that he recovered and it like mm-hmm. changed the whole play. Like you have to be able to review some of those roughing the passers that just got out of hand this year. They were terrible. Yeah. They, they, th- that's the thing. Like you, you can say like, Oh, it's going to slow the game down. Oh heavens. It's you know, going to drag things out even longer. The product sometimes gets as a four hour game in the playoffs between Miami and Buffalo. Yes. But sometimes these, pl- these are called, they're egregious. They're terrible calls, and they can swing games. They're complete momentum changers. But it was remember a couple of years ago they reviewed um, pass interference, and it was kind mm-hmm. of a debacle. And they refused to change anything. They were not yeah. they were not overturning anything. If they're just gonna you know be little children and and stamp their feet and have a little hissy fit and say no, we're not overruling anything, then don't mm-hmm. waste my time. I want legitimate challenges where if the viewer at home is saying that's a terrible call then the ref needs to say upon further review we overturn this flag and i'll hit on these three right here as well by detroit as well provide clubs more opportunities for a third challenge i believe if you win either one of your challenges you should be allowed to hold on to it you have to lose those two challenges i believe you know i don't again i don't want to expand the game i don't want to drag it out but i think if you win your challenge you should be able to hold on to it you shouldn't just have it burn it and that's it how many times I'll point to the Nikhil Harry play in 2019 against the Chiefs. If the Patriots had one more challenge, they would have called it. It would have scored. Uh, oh, see? When it doesn't fit the Foxborough fraud narrative, you've got to roll and try. What a dink. What an ass. Uh, by Detroit, expand replay officials' jurisdiction to allow for consultation regarding penalty assessment. Sky judge, like it, in on it. Let's add more. Let's talk about it. Let's get it right. And by the Texans, to expand the replay officials' jurisdiction to allow for review on failed fourth down attempts. And then the the other one that's probably the biggest one, not an on-field one, is the idea. And it's been kicked around for years of, you know, the wild card team not necessarily being the road team and the seeding yes. and how you do all this. Where Thank you. 
And and I do think it, this one is, I believe, proposed by the Chargers. And it is kind of funny that they're looking up at Patrick Mahomes in the AFC West. And they're like, hey, 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 it's not fair. If we can't win our division, we always have to be the wild card road team. We might be a really good team. It's just, yeah, he's really good above us, too. Kind the of The Chargers don't have a home field advantage. If the Chargers finish, okay, if the Chargers finish 12 and 5, mm-hmm. lose the AFC West to the 14 and 3 or 13 and 4 Chiefs, but then we're to have to go on the road to play the eight and nine Jaguars or the eight and nine Titans, we'll say. And they don't want, they feel like they should get home field. This is basically the Dallas versus Tampa principle yeah. of the previous playoffs. Uh, Tampa won the NFC South at eight and nine. The Cowboys were 12 and five. Cowboys had to go on the road. They don't get the home gate. They kick the crap out of the Bucks, quote unquote, end Tom Brady's career. Still doubt that. Uh, exactly. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I guess it's, I guess it's okay. It's, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's just, I'd be fine with it. I guess if there's a four game difference, we've only seen a difference akin to that once or twice in the last 23 years. Do we really need to make a rule about it? Well, but it, it gives people something to play for late in the year. Potentially you could okay. maximize their opportunities. Maybe you make that not only change the playoffs a little bit, but maybe you change week 17 and 18. Maybe they're now all in trying to get a home playoff game. And you're right. It's not like the Chargers have a great home field advantage, but at least you don't have to travel. You can sleep in your own bed. You can brag that you had a home playoff game, whatever it may be. Um, and and this is always, this goes down to like high school sports. I know in Massachusetts, you hear a lot of bitching about like their state tournament uh, systems for football and various sports where you have teams with losing records and this mm-hmm. and that. And administrators are always going to have to deal with these things. And you're right. A lot of times they're few and far between. I don't know how many times these would actually come into play, but to have the rule on the books in case it does, I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea. Now, again, is there some spilt milk here? It's like when the Patriots missed the playoffs with Matt Castle, and oh, proposed a garbage. rule change that they should have made the shit. playoffs. Right. And, but they were sore losers. So they made a rule proposal that they should have made the playoffs that year. Well, you wanted to make the playoffs you should have won more you should have made the playoffs if you really wanted to make the playoffs you didn't well so they, I, they went 11 and 5 i mean seriously how often is an 11 and 5 team <laughs> you know what i audience i understand why you hate them i i, I... <laughs> oh look uh, what this approach to free agency is done oh jeez. yeah we're focusing on rules changes because we don't I have know. the actual <laughs> free agents to focus on uh, all right, that's a little, uh, that's a final segment, a little extra leg, a micro pod within the pod, if you will. Uh, I like, I, I am all for the ones. I don't want to give the referees too much power in the game. I don't want to give them full executive authority. I don't want to make these three-hour games, 3.30, four hours, four and a half. But at the same time, if there's a if there's a flagrant pass interference that's missed, if there's somebody who scores a touchdown whose foot doesn't go out of bounds that's missed, if there's a just a, a complete phantom roughing the passer that could potentially be reviewed to tilt the game in the favor of the team that deserves the call or rather to reverse the call. I'm all for it. And I think that the NFL should consider those rule changes. These will be points of emphasis and intrigue that we will have our eye on when the owners meetings kick off next month. For now though, our eyes are keenly trained and focused on free agency where the Patriots have been largely inactive thus far, prioritizing their in-house free agents. We'll see how things roll as news breaks, we'll continue to break it and we'll leave it for you to clean up. Give us a follow at Six Rings Pod at Fitzy GFY at Jumbo Hard on the WEI Sports Radio Network. We'll be back in a couple of days. Further free agent analysis. We'll wrap our off-seasonal positional previews with a look at the special teams 
And of course, a segment dedicated to the mailbag. Your questions, our answers. Mailbag, right here on Six Rings. For Hart, for producer Justin Turpin, and everyone in the extended Odyssey 2400 Sports WEI dysfunctional family, your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens saying thank you for listening to Six Rings of Football Things. Good day. God bless. Please sign somebody and go Pats. See ya. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.